How's it going, Cowboy Crew? It has been a minute for sure. I think like six months at least. Um, all right, one, I want to apologize to you guys. Um, if you're listening now, thank you for being loyal. Thank you for sticking with me through these tough times. Um, all I got to say for the reasoning and excuses uh, is my laptop got all fucked up and started crashing. It would, And it happened like four podcasts ago, five podcasts ago. Uh, probably when Taylor Hyman uh, was on the podcast, it uh, that was my first crash, and it was a huge crash because it was my first like big interview. And after that, it just kept crashing. Sometimes it would, sometimes it wouldn't. Long story short, um, my laptop is an issue that I'm trying to fix. But I got a new phone, um, not by choice. We'll get into that later. But uh, I got a new phone, has GarageBand, so I can do it whenever I want. I could do it every day. I could do it three times a week. I could do it one time a week. However many times you guys like listening to my damn voice, that's how many times I'll do it. We'll just learn from experience, I guess. Anyways, uh, this podcast is brought to you by um, Gear uh, Clothing called, or kind of the blue collar uh, clothing um, by... uh, What's, I haven't even done an ad in forever, um, but let's just scratch that one out of the way. That's embarrassing. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> um, Willa actually came out and reached to my podcast, and uh, we're not fully collaborated, but I got to talk to um, one of the owners. I got to kind of share some emails back and forth. It's not 100% done, but not even getting paid for it. I still like it. It's kind of like Venmo, but it's a, it's a classier version of Venmo. You could say it's a more of a professional, um, app, um, than Venmo. It's more for, um, if you own a business, like technically my podcast is my business, right? So if I have people that work for my podcast, like a producer or a video editor, so on and so forth, I can put my podcast in there I can put my employees on there um, and basically be, it'll be like a checkbook, but through a digital platform. Super easy to use, super simple. It's not very complicated. I would take it as just as easy as using Venmo, but in a way safer, not safer because Venmo is pretty safe, but you know what I'm saying. Like it's a very good app. So if you own a business, small business, big business, whatever it is, um, check out Willa. Uh, on the app store and go check them out. Very easy. There's no fees, no nothing. So uh, go check them out. Um, all right. So what has happened the last six months? Like uh, whatever you want to call it, eight months or whatever. Um, yeah, my truck got totaled. So that sucks, right? I fucking came in, went, almost took my truck to go to the dinner with the my lady and uh, some friends, my roommates, and uh, but didn't take the old lady's car and uh, came back and it was all fucked up. So that really sucks, right? Like, fuck, man. It was like a movie coming in from behind and seeing it hit from the back. Man, like, I, I stayed calm and all collected and everything when I met the guy and his kid that basically did it. The, the dad took all... Um, blame for it even though you know whatever long story short um got you know with all state 
and because uh, I didn't have insurance. Kids, if you're listening to this, you're you know 15, 16, 17, 18, and you don't have insurance, or even older. Shit, I just got insurance, and I'm 24 years old. Like, what the fuck? Like, get insurance 100%. Like, the adults right now, like, that know already that do have insurance that are way smarter and way more mature and way more responsible than me are like dude you're an idiot of course get insurance so uh yeah that's the that's the that's the main teaching the main lesson about this whole situation is it took me three months to get a new truck three and a half i think um and granted that uh that probably would have been the time frame anyways if I had insurance. But if I had insurance, um, basically the 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 dude that hit me, his insurance, obviously don't want to pay that big dollar. And they were just dragging me, dragging me, dragging me. So um it's been and it's very, very stressful. It's my first time doing it. All I gotta say is, you know, like if you don't want to go through that stress, it's worth the money every single month. Um just to get insurance like it it was so fucked it was the most stressful thing i've ever had to deal with probably in my whole life you know i've been homeless before i've i've couch surfed i've been broke so broke that like i never really like had food built up like i was you know everything i've been through those kind of stressful times um you know almost not paying my rent kind of situations i've been able i was able to pay rent have food and everything like all those things that have i've had stress before and to have that truck situation, it was the it, it just overpassed all those stresses. So I, that's the biggest thing I've learned is I'm having insurance because it's worth a hundred and something dollars if you're under twenty five or have a kind of a dirty record, kind of like I do because I kind of uh, you know I fucked up um, in the past. So uh, long story short, the truck I totaled it took months to get a new one. I finally got a new one. Uh, it's the same damn truck. Um, if any of y'all know what my old truck was, it was Blue Moon. It was a blue GMC, uh, and it was nice. It was the the color, the blue and the color was beautiful, and it was my favorite truck of all time. And so I basically got the same truck, but a, a Chevy Silverado, and it's white. Um, so I'm happy about that. Um, and uh, around that time, we, me and my girlfriend went to... Uh, Houston, Texas, for the Supercross opener, and that was hella fun. Uh, that was, you know, the farthest I've ever traveled. Third time I've ever gotten on a plane. First time I've traveled with somebody because I've been on a plane to Arizona. I've been on a plane to California, uh, but I've always been by myself. Like it's so stressful. Second time, obviously not as stressful, but the very first time I flew by myself, man, that shit sucked because. I was tired before I got on the plane because I was so stressed about security and making sure I got to the, my, my right um, gate and everything. Like, So it was great flying with Carrie and, and uh, how uh, how that all played out. It was really fun. We got there way too early because less people during COVID means faster security and faster check-in, et cetera. So we got there like an hour and a half fucking early and uh, on the way to Houston. So we flew to Houston flight sucked because i didn't fucking sleep that's the worst dude like i i want to take like early ass or super late flights because i'll sleep i'll just sleep through the whole damn thing and that's great for me because i hate just sitting in one spot 
you know, I'm, I'm like OCD, I'm ADHD, whatever you fuck you want to call it. I just can't sit in one spot like the whole time for f- multiple hours, several hours. Um, so that the flight there and back sucked because I did not sleep. I probably slept for 30 minutes combined, both flights. But anyways, get to Houston and uh, I love the city. Um, it's very like I wish we stayed somewhere like on the outskirts of the city because uh, I'm not a big city guy. Uh, but for being a, a big city, it's, I loved it. The people were so fucking nice, dude. Like not one fucking person besides, you know, a couple females that are, uh, not white. Let's just say that not white people, <laughs> a couple girls that were not white, um, were mean and rude, but Hey, you're going to get that, you know, here and there. So whatever. But uh, everyone was fucking nice. The food was great. Um, there was a couple of barbecue spots that, you know, that we were like, oh, this is going to be great. And it didn't end up being that great, but they weren't authentic Mexican food. And we also ate, um, Tex-Mex, which is Texican or Texan Mexican food, Texas Mexican food. Holy shit. I chopped the shit out of that. Um, but it was great. I had quail. I've never had that before, but it was, it was amazing. Uh, and, uh, yeah, food was great. Beer is amazing. Texas beer outpasses Washington State's beer by a mile. Like, I wish I could bring Texas brewed beer home. Like, it was amazing. Um, anyways, we went there for the Supercross opener, and it was great. Carrie's uh, never been before. It's been, like, my 20th fucking time going because I would go here in Seattle every year for my birthday because it's around April that they go. And... Uh, I loved it. Um, the stadium's beautiful. The night show was great. And it was awesome because, like, I almost like it better during the COVID days because, uh, yep, there's not as many people in the stands. But at the same time, you get, like, like your own seating area and there's no one around you for, like, a row or two. Not beside you, not to the left of you, not to the right of you, not below you, not above you. Like, there's no one right next to you. So it's awesome. You just get to, like, lay back and not have to, like, stay whenever you want to go to the bathroom, go get a beer or food. You're not like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. You're like, all right, like, I can just leave my whole row. It basically get a whole row to yourself. So it's great. Um, that part was great. Um, the weather there, you know, the pits were outside. It wasn't too bad. Um, wasn't too hot. Wasn't too um, cold. Uh the weather, humidity, there's no humidity there. So the, when it's a 55, it's a cold 55. Unlike here in Washington and Seattle area, uh, when a 55 is here, you're like, it's warm because so much humidity here. It's like in the 90s here. So weather's great. Food's great. People are great. I love Texas. I would love to go visit back again. Um, our next trip is actually going to be in Atlanta in Georgia for uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway for Supercross. So super excited about that. Um and uh so we did went to texas truck got totaled and then like uh fucking early january i went and raced arena cross and uh that was a whole almost a whole new experience because i haven't raced in a long time i've this is like my third or fourth time on the bike um long story short short like there's a bunch of things going against me uh, I haven't ridden obviously a whole lot. I've had had a bike in years, so 
I don't have anything set up on the bike. I don't, you know, there's just so many things going against me coming into it, but I just wanted to have fun, right? Because this sport can be stressful as much stress as you put on yourself, but at the end of the day, you just need to have fun, obviously. So coming into it, uh, my dad came, my sister came, my best friend Jordan came, who's been on the podcast several times. Uh, my girlfriend came. Uh, my dad's girlfriend came. It was great. Great turnout. I didn't expect, you know, even, you know, my sister to come. Like, I really didn't. It was just a uh, a, a first first race back and just was – I knew I wasn't going to do good. That is foreshadowing because I, uh, you know, I went – into practice and we I didn't I didn't I wasn't able to go to practice the day before because I needed to flush my engine oil out because I fucking let the gas on and so the what happens is for you don't know for you people that don't know is if you leave your gas on in your dirt bike the gas will travel through the carburetor and then into the head and then it'll basically fuck up your motor um, your top end really but, but luckily I was able to just get new oil flush out doing a whole engine oil service on it and then pretty much run good enough to race so i wasn't able to practice on friday saturday comes around i went go to practice and it's a three or four lap practice and by the fourth lap i'm just starting to get to know the track like it's a small arena cross track in small town monroe washington like but still like i it's it's like i said it's been forever it's embarrassing that like i can't even clear jump at this point and I'm going into it like, you know, into a lower class. So I signed up for B class, I believe, or not like a well, a junior class, which is like a B class. And then so I was supposed to be basically in the C class because I practiced with the C class and I was barely keeping up with those motherfuckers. So I'm like, fuck, this is a disaster. I can't clear no jumps yet. I'm not comfortable on the bike yet. I'm not comfortable with the track. Nothing's going right. So practice ends. I go back. I'm like, I already know I'm fucked, but I'm going to make the most out of it. I'm going to send it as much as I can without crashing and uh, let's just get it. So I line up and get ready for my race. Um, my first heat race and I go and I fucking hit the gate. I get stuck on that gate and I flip over the bars and land on my feet. Motherfucker, I was like upside down looking at the seat (laughs) or whatever, the number plate actually. And I was like Ricky Bobby when he was, you know, when he crashed in that scene with the French fuck and he was like, yep. I fucked up. That's exactly what I was thinking at that moment. Like for that feels like two seconds straight. I was in the air. I was like, damn, this sucks. So ended up uh, finishing the race, but obviously got pretty much last in my heat race. So went to LCQ and then in the LCQ um, went and started out strongish. (laughs) Not obviously not as much throttle on, you know, coming out super fast because I didn't want to make the same mistake again but uh first turn came and my tire slid out or it washed out and uh and I hit my knee pretty good it uh sandwiched the bike sandwiched my knee between uh the dirt and and it so uh fucked up my knee pretty good uh broke my front brake lever um all bad ended up starting it the bike again and 
and going after it. And then I said, fuck it, just clearing like almost every jump. Said, fuck it, like might as well just send it, put on a show. Obviously finished out my LCQ, didn't make it. Um, so it was a uh, it was a disaster and a failed failed attempt at uh, my first race back. So obviously it's gonna go way better. The set like it's only gonna get better. There's no way you can crash out in in your heat, get last, pretty much last, and then crash in your LCQ. Like I won't let that happen again. But with Arena Cross shutting down and kind of being canceled for for the rest of the year, um, now we just gotta wait for outdoors um, in the spring. So. Excited about that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to race the, uh, basically the 509 series, which is Washougal, Port Angeles, Horn. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to race at Washougal. I love that track. It's our best track on the, you know, Pacific Northwest, I believe. I haven't been to Horn, uh, but I'm excited to race there. Uh, that place looks amazing, and then of course uh, Port Angeles. My girlfriend's port from Port Angeles. My uh, family, some of my family's from Port Angeles, so it's good to kind of have like almost like a hometown race because I've been there several times the past year, and uh, it feels like home. It truly does. So I'm excited to race there to have sort of like the best thing, the closest thing to a home race. Um, so yeah, can't wait for that, and. Uh, I just want to end this podcast on like a 10-minute rant about uh, the professional AMA Supercross that's going on. Uh, now that we're in like round eight for Orlando, um, I just got to say, I'm going to put it out there right now, whether you listen to this whole thing or not, Kenny, Ken Roxon is going to win this championship, period. That is it. I don't think Tomac is the same Tomac as he was in the previous years he's a little bit more consistent but still not he doesn't have that fire you know he's won that one race but besides that I don't see a whole lot out of Tomac and he's my guy I love Tomac um and I love Kenny too uh but you know Tomac just like needs to get it Cooper's on the you know he's right behind Kenny you know he's not too far behind Tomac's 30 almost 30 fucking points down like there's no like unless Kenny makes a huge mistake crashes out for a race or misses one or two this motherfucker has in the back like he just has it's his year you can see it in his in his eyes you can see it in his determination um after he gets off the bike before everything so uh I think Kenny has it 100%. I do. Uh Kenny's on fire. He's won he won 3 3 in a row um in Indy. There's no way you can say that he doesn't have it. So yeah. Bottom line, it's Kenny's year unless something crazy happens. Cooper has that fire too. Like he's definitely determined to get that number 1 playback. He doesn't like that number two. There's no way he does. Um, you know, he has that fire. It's Kenny and Cooper that have that fire. Tomac's being consistent, but doesn't have that fire. So it's nice to see Tomac somewhat consistent, but at the same time, uh, just risk it for the biscuit, you know? Um, and we got, uh, what's his fucking face? We got, we got Christian Craig, who won Houston, who I watched that live. 
um, that was amazing. And you have, um, what's his fucking face? The dude with the fucking earring. Colt Nichols, my bad. Got Colt Nichols leading that points chase in the in the East Coast. Um, so two Yamaha boys getting after it. Um, Austin Forkner crashed out, unfortunately. I love Jet. Jet is my number one favorite coming up rider of all time. He's my favorite 250 rider by far since Austin Forkner keeps crashing out, which is upsetting, but I get it, man. He's trying to go all out. Um, Jet's kind of the same way, you know? Um, that's the two traits that Austin and Jet have is they go all out. They don't just sit back and, you know, put their toes in the in the sand. They go out and they chase those waves. So uh, sometimes you crash in those waves and that's what happens. You know, that's how you win a championship. You don't just sit back, kind of like how Tomac's doing, and and just chill. Um, so, yeah, Jet's my favorite one by far. He's my going to be my favorite 450 rider. Um, he just has so much personality. He's already so likable. You can tell with the crowd. Every time he gets on that mic, everyone loves him. He's just a really cool, fun kid. He's, he brings this new, you know, you can say glitter to the gray, to the gray in the sport. You know, there's a lot of grays out there, a lot of gray guys that, you know, just stay, you know, to the mark, say what they're supposed to say, and that's it you know, very professional. It's great to be professional. I want this sport to go up in a mainstream sport, 100%. But you need those those glitter guys. You need those sparks. You need those fireworks um, guys that make people want to watch, you know. So I thank Jet for going out and, and and being who he is and having fun and saying what he, what he wants to say, not what he's supposed to, and ha- and how he wants to ride, not how he's supposed to. Um, which is all out. I think James, he's the closest thing to James. James rode how he wanted to ride. He, not how he was supposed to, which, you know, hopefully Jet learns from James and, you know, and sees that he, James could have won a lot more championships, a lot more races if he did kind of put his toes in the sand just a little bit and stay a little bit more consistent and slow down a little. Um, but yeah, got Colt Nichols leading this chase. I didn't think Colt Nichols was ever going to win championship. I really didn't, but it looks like it's going to be his. And I'm happy for the guy. You know, he's a, he's an Oklahoma boy, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for him. I would love Christian Craig to, you know, at least get finished second um, in the points just to have him have a great year on a new bike, new team, uh, et cetera. So... Um, happy for him regardless uh, so yeah I think Colt Colt's got it um, Christian Craig just doesn't have he has that fire and determination but I think he's getting outskilled by Colt this year um, it's good it's a great battle regardless but yeah I think Colt got it with only two rounds one or two rounds left in the series on that in that division you got East or uh, West Coast showing up this weekend in Orlando Um so yeah, it'll be a great one. Qualifying's going in about an hour for me, less than an hour. Um, so excited to see qualifying, excited to see this race tonight. I hope they have a sand section. I haven't seen the track layout or the track map or anything. I need some fucking sand sections. We've had like one sand section this whole damn series, and I'm sick of it. I need more sand sections. <laughs> I love that shit, and I knew I know everyone else does too. So um, 
yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. I apologize for staying away so long, and I uh, I promise to the Cowboy Crew, the true Cowboy Crew, that you know I'll be uh, back more often and uh, ready to throw down some pods. So hey, check out my Instagram, Cowboy Up Podcast. The my personal one, Cowboy Palmer One Hundred Three. Same with TikTok, um, Facebook. Go. Go, go like and subscribe and follow or whatever the fuck you want to do. Uh, yeah, follow me up on that. And you can find this podcast uh, anywhere. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, fucking YouTube sometimes. Uh, Sirius XM. Uh, what's the other fucking... You can find it pretty much anywhere. You know, CastBox. I don't even know what CastBox is, but I guess it's on there too. So yeah, go listen, go like, enjoy. Have a great week, y'all.